0: I'm keeping it 100% real. I've been going through a period in my hairstylist journey where I feel burned the hell out. I knew that I was for sure burned out when I preferred quarantine over the reopening of the salons. Like when the governor got on TV and said that the salons could reopen back in 2020, first of all, I wasn't even watching TV. I wasn't even keeping up with her updates because I was having a good old time at home. But my clients, they heard the news and they immediately went to my website and started scheduling appointments. And I was like, oh snap, I need to adjust my schedule, adjust my availability. What if I'm not, you know, ready to go back to the salon? But they were already online booking appointments. And I felt this great deal of sadness. Like I knew I was burned out when like I was just dreading going back to the salon after, you know, it reopened. It took a global pandemic for me to realize that I was burned out. In this episode, I'm going to share in detail my story, how to recognize if you too are burned out, and what to do about it. Let's go. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. I'm Cherie Marie, hairstylist, sewist, and lover of all things creative. Eight years ago, I turned my side hustle into my full-time business, and it has been one of the best decisions of my life. Every week, I'll share with you tips, stories, and strategies that will help you grow your beauty business, increase your business savviness, and shift your mindset. Ready to become a Savvy Stylist? Let's get to it. Prior to the pandemic, I was servicing seven to ten clients per day in the salon. I was overextending myself by allowing my clients to dictate my schedule. I allowed my clients to text text message me all hours of the day and night. I allowed my clients to determine what services I was going to offer. I was letting them essentially run my business. Now we need our clients to make money. We need our clients. In order to have a business, but they should not be telling us what to do. I am a mom, a stepmom, a wife, a homemaker. I have a lot of shit on my plate, okay, to say the least. Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I feel burned out, but the problem was I didn't even know it. I didn't even recognize that I was burned out. I just kept going and going and going until the governor was like, global pandemic, everything shut down, salons closed. Now, let me say that being a hairstylist has been the most rewarding and flexible career that I have ever had. Okay, I don't want this episode to sound like I'm ungrateful, or like I'm just complaining about being a hairstylist. It is hands down the best career decision that I have ever made for myself and for my family. The freedom and flexibility that I have in this career allows me to be a better wife, mother and stepmother. But it can be extremely taxing on my mind and my body. It it's exhausting and I know y'all feel me on this now everyone has or they should have the max number of clients that they're willing to service daily within their salon business so for me that number used to be 10 what that's a lot of people in one day that's a lot of hours on my feet so when i look back at that and i remember when i first went out on my own i was like yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna take 10 clients a day that's such a such amount of money i'm just thinking about making all of this money to the point where i wasn't even looking at the hours i would have to work but that's a whole nother story let me get back let me stay focused but 10 was my my max number and to be honest Even when I was servicing 10 people a day, by the time I got to, like, my sixth client, I was breaking down. I was breaking down physically, and I was breaking down mentally. Like, some days, I'd start at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'd pick the kids up from school in the 3 o'clock hour, go home, make them something to eat, get them going with their homework, and then I'd go back to the salon. At about 5.30 and stay until about 8-ish. What the heck was I thinking? I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Trying to make all the money and be the be the best silk press hairstylist that I could be. But was I really? Clients were text messaging me after midnight. Inquiring about appointments. Even though I had online booking, they still would text me to see if I could squeeze them in or if I had any last-minute availability. Today's world of technology has made us insensitive to real life, insensitive to human experiences. You would never text your eye doctor after midnight because you broke your eyeglasses or you ran out of contacts. First of all, you couldn't text your eye doctor because you don't have his or her personal contact information. And second of all, there's nothing that he or she could do for you at that hour because the office is closed. Salon clients need to have the same respect that they have for their eye doctor. Have that same respect for hairstylists. And let's not even talk about the price bargaining. Listen, okay. So I shared on the very first episode that I did an apprenticeship. So after I finished my apprenticeship... I became licensed I went out on my own right away into a suite okay I stayed at my apprenticeship pricing even after I was licensed I stayed at that pricing for years I was charging my clients the same thing I was charging them as an apprentice for years because I was afraid to raise my prices I was afraid that if I raised my prices, they would leave. When I finally made the decision to raise my prices, that's when the price bargaining began. Clients would say, oh, I've been coming for years. Oh, I referred five people. I referred all of my sisters. I'm on a budget. Can I get a loyalty discount? Can I get a discount because I come every week? Can I get a complimentary deep conditioning treatment? Y'all, the disrespect was unreal, but it was also my fault. And that's a hard pill for me to swallow Like I I could go on and on sharing these stories about my experience, but I'm going to just get down to the nitty gritty because I don't want this to turn into a gossip style episode, but this, this shit is real and Lord, I said, I wasn't even going to be cussing on this episode, but something happened recently that just within my business that really made me it like, it's like a light bulb went off. Like this podcast, it's going to free some people. It's going to free me to just be me and just be real and tell the, the honest to God truth about what it really feels like being a hairstylist when things get ugly Or when things get frustrating or when you start to feel exhausted and when you start to feel burned out. So what I'm about to give you now are 10 warning signs that you may be burned out. Now, there could be a whole lot of different warning signs, but these are the ones that I personally experienced. And we're going to go through some questions like, what are the warning signs that you know that you may be burned out? How can you help your clients? We gotta help our clients to learn how to respect us the same way they respect their eye doctors. How can you overcome burnout? Because when you get burned out, let's be real, you wanna quit, you wanna stop. But like I said earlier, Being a hairstylist is very rewarding. It's very flexible. So we don't want to quit. We want to get this right. So let's get into the warning signs. So the top warning sign, and this is going to be hilarious to me, it is at least, is when you stop caring about your appearance, when you stop doing your own hair, I remember, you know, growing up, going to the hair salon, and there was always this little joke about how hairstylists never keep their hair done. I think that's still a joke, but I would always say, you know, like, I'm not going to be that hairstylist. My hair going to always be cute. My hair be, my hair be a mess. It be a mess. I got gray hair coming out everywhere. Half the time, it's in a ponytail or a bun, and it's an unkept ponytail or bun, like, that was the first warning sign. When I started just getting up, I'm waking up at the 25th hour before it's time for me to leave, to go to the salon. And I'm throwing on a t-shirt and some jogging pants, like not even really putting any thought into my appearance because I am just burned out and dog tired. Just going to work, hustling, treating it like a hustle. That's a warning sign, not caring about your appearance, not combing your hair. Another warning sign is when you're moody and you're irritable with your clients. When they ask you a question and you're snappy. Or when they send you a text message and it makes your blood boil. When you're irritated by them. When you complain about your clients a lot. That's a warning sign that you may be burned out. When you have no desire to learn anything new, to learn anything that could make you a better stylist, you're so burned out that you don't even want to talk about hair on your day off. You you don't even want to hear about hair. That's a sign that you're burned out. When you are mentally checked out, you can have a client in your chair. She could be talking to you and you have mentally checked out you don't hear anything she's saying to you and then you're just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't know what she said not even engaging in the conversation your mind is elsewhere that's a sign that you are burned out when you l- let me think when you ignore new client requests Let's say people are sending you messages on social media or they're text messaging you saying, Hey, I'm a new client. I'm interested. And you just completely ignore them. Don't even respond. And in some cases, you may not have purposely ignored them. You may have skimmed across the text message and just forgot to respond. But you don't remember to respond until it's a week later. That's a sign that you are burned out when you're not actively promoting your services or your salon business online because you just don't have the energy or mental capacity to handle new clients or to handle social media to handle the direct messages when you just don't even have the energy to do anything for your business that's a sign that you're burned out when you start to feel anxious and depressed about a particular client or your clients in general when you think about going into the salon or when you think about servicing a client and it makes you anxious and it makes you depressed you are for sure burned out now some of these warning signs are more extreme than others but they are what they are they're warning signs and i look at a warning sign as a yellow light it's like a flashing sign that tells you hey slow down be careful you need to take a break or do whatever it is that you may need to do when it's just a warning sign or when it's you're just in a phase there's still room for improvement it's still an opportunity to get out of that warning phase right so what, what can you do to pull yourself out of the warning phase? I'm going to tell you one thing that, I did, for, that I, I did. I I got a therapist. And I got a therapist, you know, for business reasons as well as personal reasons. But a therapist, a good therapist, has a way of turning that mirror around on you. They have a way of making you look at yourself internally. My therapist has helped me to realize that my issues with my clients were just that. My issues. They were my issues. We addressed like some serious stuff in my therapy sessions. And I'm being really transparent here, but I had to ask myself, you know, what is it within me that allows me to allow my clients to walk all over me what is it within me that makes me not want to speak up for myself what is it within me that's afraid to tell my clients no what is it, Cherie? I had to, like, seriously answer these questions. And ooh-wee, ooh-wee. It was some ugly stuff we 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 covered in those counseling sessions. And it was stuff from my childhood, stuff from my early 20s that really has shaped my 30s. And I just can't let that happen no more. I'm not letting it happen anymore. Now that I'm aware of these issues I have addressed these issues head-on and therapy works I encourage you to get into therapy if you haven't done so already it took three therapists for me to find the right one so don't get discouraged if the first therapist you you sit down with doesn't work out it's kind of like dating if I would compare it to anything you got to see if you know y'all vibe is right but I strongly encourage therapy. So overcoming hairstylist burnout, for sure, therapy. For sure, for sure also, set boundaries. So all of the texting, you know, after 5 p.m., yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Mm -mm. I might give you until 7. But after that, it's family time. I'm having dinner with my family. I'm watching a movie with my family. I'm not responding to any text messages after that time. No. Texting me at, you know, 1.30 in the morning about a hair appointment? Absolutely not. No. Set boundaries. Online booking only. If you don't see an appointment online, guess what? It's not available. And it's okay for you to set boundaries because guess what? That's what's good for you. And it's also good for them. Because like I said, we have to help our clients. It teaches them boundaries. Maybe they can start implementing that stuff in their personal life. So set boundaries. And communicate your boundaries in a professional way. There's a previous episode where I talked about email marketing and how you can communicate to your clients via your newsletters. It doesn't have to be some, some angry social media announcement you don't have to post your boundaries there. Send it in a newsletter. Let them know. It's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> and this is what's going to happen. But you know, I'm just I'm being funny. But yeah, communicate it to your clients in a professional way. This was a big thing for me. But another way is to learn how to say no. And say it without explaining yourself. So. Let's say you get a client who says, I have a meeting at my job at 8 a.m. And I really need to come at 6 a.m. Can you take me at 6 a.m.? No. That's it. But see, the Cherie, prior to therapy, I would say, oh, I can't do 6 a.m. Because, you know, I have to get up with my my kids. And, you know, I like to cook breakfast for my kids. And I want to take them to school. Girl. Why are you giving these people all these explanations? That's none of their business. The answer is no. There's two more things you can do (laughs) to overcome burnout. And I'm still working on these two things, but that's exercising and eating healthy. So I tend to be, or when I was really, really feeling burned out, I was very moody. And I also realized that the things that I was eating was affecting my mood, all of this sugar. So on a busy day, I'm eating donuts. I'm snacking on chips. I'm eating candy, literally candy. And that stuff affects your mood. And it definitely affects you if you're eating it while you're working. So I'm still working on this, like I said, but my goal is to start... Prepping my, my food, prepping my lunch, getting up early enough to make a healthy breakfast so I don't have to stop at Panera Bread or something like making sure that we eat healthy and get some exercise in a few days a week because it's going to help us to physically feel better, physically not feel so burned out. Another thing I struggle with is, but this is a good way to overcome burnout, is incorporating a break within your salon day. So I'm a hard worker and I'm not saying that in a proud way, but I just like to get in and and get it done and get out. I've always had the mindset of, I'd rather get in early, take no break and get off early. But the days, let's say I had a day where I finished a client a little early and I may have like a 20 minute break before my next client comes that gives me the opportunity to sit down. Even if I just sit down and play a game on my phone for, for 20 minutes, or if I sit down and and just look out the window and eat an apple, it was the most peaceful 20 minutes of the day in some cases when I started to, or when I would have that time for a quick little break. It's actually, it feels good to have that break. So if you can I encourage you to carve out that time for a break and carve out some time for yourself so how I mentioned about how most hairstylists don't keep the hair done or a warning sign is not caring about your appearance carve out some time for yourself find you a hairstylist start getting your hair done make you a nail appointment go get you a massage make time for yourself take a vacation Travel. I know it's some some restrictions now because we're still going through a pandemic, but take a little road trip somewhere. Take some time for yourself. And then also take some classes, learn a new technique, join a mastermind group or join a community for hairstylists that'll give you some hairstylist support. There's different things you can do to overcome burnout, but those were a list of things that I'm doing and things that are working for me. And I hope that you'll take this information and really apply it in your life and in your business. Because for me, it took a global pandemic for me to realize that I can't be everything to everybody and to realize that I needed to set boundaries within my business During quarantine, I realized that there are ways, there are ways, honey, to work less and make more money. There are ways to set boundaries without losing clients. And, but you know what, if, if I lose clients because I'm setting boundaries and guess what? I actually, I did. I I lost a couple clients when I started setting boundaries and sticking to my prices and not bargaining with people. I lost people. When I removed certain services from my menu, oh, yeah, I lost people. But guess what? Thank God, anyhow, God is my resource. His word says that He will supply all of my needs according to His riches and glory by Jesus Christ. So I don't worry about it anymore if I lose a client. So what? I appreciate your business. But there's other fish in the sea. There's other people who want to get in my chair. And I'm sure there's another stylist that they had waiting on standby to do their hair. So why am I going to lose sleep if I lose a client? If If I'm losing a client because I'm doing what's best for me and for my business, so be it. That's why I always accept new clients. I'm always marketing my business because I want there to always be a demand for my service. But that's another topic for another episode. But I hope that this episode has blessed you and helped you to realize the warning signs of burnout and what to do about them. Being a hairstylist is very rewarding, but it can also be very exhausting. (laughs) Let's lean more toward the rewarding end of the stick because it is rewarding. It is flexible. It feels good. It feels much better being on the rewarding and receiving end of the stick. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. If you've become more savvy as a result of this podcast, do me a favor. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, go to Apple or Spotify, leave a rating and review. Screenshot this episode and share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to tag me so that I can personally thank you for tuning in. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you next week.